0: All right, welcome back to another episode of Millennials Anonymous Podcast. It's your girl Lise Winnie here. Yeah, my name is Lise and I'm a millennial. So let's get this party started right and quickly. But before I can move on, you know, I got to give a big shout out to Brunching. It's Brunching time like I always do. So if you haven't had a chance to check out the Brunching radio show and podcast, please go do that we had miss paula campbell on she was an amazing guest she talked about music her background what it's like to be in the music industry so we had a really robust conversation so if you do not follow her on social media please do she has a new album coming out this month i believe it's on the 18th march the 18th a new song coming out so make sure that you follow her so you know where to find everything and yeah i've been singing her song since she came on the show even though i'm not a singer so i'm not gonna sing it for y'all because i'm a, i always do sing for y'all do you want me to sing for you do you want me to sing for you How see, see i know you was like yeah mm-hmm. i know i can't sing whatever and i want to shout out guru I want to shout out E Digger and Ashley for holding down the house. We had an amazing show. So make sure you like and subscribe and follow on all major, all major podcasting platforms, including WRDR and shout out to them for broadcasting us. They make us the pod, the brunching radio show. Thank you, WRDR. All right. And if for Millennial Anonymous, we got a lot of fire. We got a lot of stuff coming up. We got a lot of people coming on the show. On the 16th, we're going to have Candace Smith on. She's a sex expert. She's going to be talking about everything sex. So all the questions that you want to know, she's going to be talking about it. Like, is, squirting, is that really a thing? Like, what is that? How do you do it? Stuff like that. We're going to be having some really in-depth conversations. So if you have some questions, please send them to me ASAP, like ASAP Rocky SAP. Okay, so that I can get them over. You can send them anonymously. If you want to be anonymous on Millennials Anonymous, you can do that. We can all have aliases when you come on the show. You are welcome to have an alias if you want an alias on Millennials Anonymous. Okay, so just send the questions over so I can ask them to her. If you don't know how to do that, just go directly to our website and just write it in. Okay, write your question in. You don't have to send no email or nothing like that. Just go to millennials.us, it'll pop right up go to the Millennials Anonymous page and go ahead and fill in your questions, okay? All right, all right, let's move on. And we're gonna have Miss Precious Lee on, a filmmaker, director, marketing guru. She's gonna be talking about branding yourself in today's modern era. She's also going to be talking about her background and then making movies so if you've ever wanted to make a film or web series she's gonna be on here you know millennials is trying to do stuff so we're talking to people so she's gonna talk about that like how i get that did how i get that did she's gonna tell you how you get that did okay and then we have miss karen from the say it loud podcast is going to be on on that next week which would be the 30th so she's gonna be on, on the Precious Lee's gonna be on the 23rd and miss karen is going to be on on the 30th and we're going to be talking about relationships we're going to be talking about podcasting and she's also a filmmaker so we're going to be talking about film with her as well so i'm super excited we got a lot coming we got a lot going on a lot going on so let me get to the top 10 trending topics of the week so we can get it okay so, top 10 trending topics of the week. Here it goes. So, Joe Biden is winning big. It, it now, people are saying that Joe got this. Joe got this. And people are already asking Joe Biden who is going to be your running mate before he even gets the nomination. So, it looks like Joe might got this in a bag. Congratulations to him because he's really been running since about 1988. Like, you know what I mean? He's been running for president since 1988. So, hopefully, this is, this is it. This is the time because one we i don't know we gotta get trump out of there and two i'm tired of saying it joe like i no more no more (laughs) if please don't but bernie said no 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 not to be outdone it's more states to come baby it's more delegates up for grabs baby it ain't over yet it ain't over it ain't over. So he said, just wait and see what ha- happened. But we know that Elizabeth Warren, Pete Buttigieg, Michael Bloomberg, thank goodness I was tired of seeing the awkward commercials and getting the stuff. I was, ch- was tired. I was tired, Mike. I, I, we, I get you. You got a lot of money, Mike. You, you spent a lot of money that you ain't getting nobody. You know, yeah, you should have gave that money to me. You know, I ain't never seen nobody spend that much money to lose. I, I ain't never seen that in my life. And Meg the Stallion. She was feuding with our label 1501, but she went and got a temporary restraining order against them so she can release music on Friday. And now she has a music video and new music out in 1501. It's not saying anything because they can't because of the restraining order. So we don't know really what's going on behind the scenes. But apparently in her contract, it was a couple of things that are kind of out of standards. A little bit you know in the favor Of the production company so we will See what ha- happened, and hopefully Meg B. Stallion can get that all taken out You know cleared up Check she got Jay Z in a corner you know rock nation Still Rock up. nation the rock put, the, put up the diamonds so maybe He could help her you know get this all Straightened out and I'm gonna need y'all Listen,
1: I'm focused, man.
0: I need y'all to stop bashing Meg the Stallion. Because what I've heard, even on brunch, when we talked about this, a lot of people, she should have got a lawyer. She should have got a lawyer. Listen, like I said on brunch, she was young and she had her mom there. A lot of people go through this. A lot of people go through this. I'm not saying that you need to be ignorant because ignorant is not bliss. Because I know so many people just on a regular basis, y'all will read, will not read through a cable contract. Y'all will not read through just basic stuff. And then you get, you bashing her for being like everybody else. Like I know people that sign stuff. They'll sign a job application and stuff. Oh, that ain't in my job. And I'm like. Yes, it is. Did you read it? Did you read it? Like, in this job, this job description is not a contract. This is just a general overview of what you're supposed to do. So, I'm gonna need all the lawyers online and leave Meg alone. Okay, leave her alone. Meg, she know now. She knows she need to get an attorney. She know what she need to do and everything. So now that she got Rock Nation, Jay Z, she, I'm sure this will get straightened out pretty quick. I'm sure this will get all sorted out, but y'all leave Meg alone, okay? Leave her alone. And the Princess Diamond cruise that's off the coast of San Francisco will be docking soon, so they are going to be bringing them to shore. There was 3,500 people on that cruise, I believe and they're saying that about 230 of them may have been infected 21 confirmed cases they're going to be holding those individuals that may have been infected in quarantine for a little while just to make sure that they don't show any symptoms because I think it's like 14 days or something like that 20 some days before you start to show symptoms before they are released but the 21 confirmed cases definitely will be reported. I guess we'll go to the hospital and then release or whatever they do once you confirm. I, I don't I don't know what they're doing because it's a lot. It's a bunch of people in New York that's quarantined. They were saying like 4,000 people are now quarantined. This is getting out of hand. I need for y'all to wash your hands okay wash your hands and don't touch your face which is the hardest thing have you ever not tried like deliberately thought about not touching your face you will touch your face more than you ever touch your face i tried to have did that the other day and i was like god darn it i touched my face a lot i don't know what to do about it and i'm gonna need y'all people that's walking around with buckets on y'all heads there's a lady literally walking around with a uh, plastic bucket on her head in london uh with a scarf tied around it I'm going to need you to uh, go have several seats and maybe find like a a medical professional to talk to you because you will run out of air circulation before you even get the virus. So by the time you figure out that this is not going to stop you from getting corona, you already going to be dead because you're going to suffocate in the damn bucket, you know, walking around looking like the little thing from megamind you know his little buddy that was in that little container i'm like you need to stop you know, you're not a goldfish, baby. Like, who did that? Who does that? And Katy Perry is pregnant with her first baby with Orlando Bloom. So, congratulations to Miss Katy Perry on this first baby. And 50 Cent vows to complete Pop Smoke's album. He's been reaching out to the little baby, the baby, Chris Brown. Like, he's really getting some heavy hitters on this album. So I'm glad to hear that so that Pop Smokes family can get some of that revenue from the album from his untimely death and Nicki Minaj's husband is in trouble again but this time he is in like real trouble so he is a registered he's a registered sex offender however he moved to California to be with his wife Mrs. Petty and he Mr. Petty forgot or did not report within five days of moving that he was in fact a sex offender from a charge that happened back in 96 when he was 15 or 16 years old he um raped a 16 year old girl supposedly held her at ninth point and assaulted her so it's a lot it's a real real lot i don't know nikki i don't know what we doing because he's been in the news a lot like i I don't know if this is i I don't know nikki like we gotta figure out what we need to do nikki because this is getting a little out of hand and then a viral video of an officer running for cover it's just like oh he's like nope mm -mm, 10-4 10-4 nope this seems like something that you know officers shouldn't do 10-4 like, I, that was one of the most hilarious things I've seen in a while. But now y'all understand why we get the issues that we get. Okay. And Love is Blind is making a smash hit with everyone talking about Lauren Speed and Cameron Hamilton. And that, Mind you, I didn't watch this show. This is not my kind of show. I ain't going to watch the show. But Vanessa and Nick Lachey did a social experiment. They brought together people from different walks of life to see if they would spawn a relationship. And these two were the most successful. They've actually been married for a year and a half because the show originally, the I guess the experiment started in 2018. So they actually have been married for a year and a half They have brought a dog They're trying to start a family And he was saying you know you can't fake this for a year and a half And all of this type of stuff And I'm like listen The chances of them getting a spinoff is real high So I'm gonna need all the people out there That's like I need this in my life They's the perfect couple They the best couple First of all you gotta explain to people who these people are Cause if, if I didn't watch it I don't know who these people are So you're gonna have to explain to me And then two I'm gonna need you to know that they met on a reality show Okay, most of the time when I see people that meet on reality shows, it doesn't end well. And if you've only been together for a year and a half, that's still the honeymoon phase. Okay, that's still... Pre, we getting a show phase. Like we we getting a show. Talk to me in seven years. Talk to me in five years. If they made it that long, okay, you could say they the perfect couple. But also, people only post the good stuff. They ain't post their arguments and stuff and all of that. Like we ain't see that chat. We ain't see that. We'll see. Well, we probably will see it because you're gonna see that probably that blended family because he mentioned that because she's black and he's white. We're gonna see that on a reality show. I guaranteed just that's just me and favorite foods in the u.s was reported and this list kind of got my heart like i'm kind of wondering so cnn travel had a list of favorite foods in or favorite favorite dishes dish dishes dish i guess it's dish no it's food i'm sorry it's from food ndtv actually had 10 of the top american favorite foods and number one they had on the list was burgers number two was cheesecakes Number three was hot dogs. Number four was mac and cheese. And number five were um, pancakes. Six was chicken and waffles. The cronuts, s'mores, chocolate chip cookies, and breakfast sausages. Rounded out the 10 American foods. And this is not from the Food Network. This is from Food Indie TV. Now listen, this was done by a European outlet. So I'm assuming that they didn't talk to no black people. Because chocolate chip cookies is our black people favorite kind of cookies okay black people we don't really be we don't really be messing with s'mores like that and a cronut come on now i don't i where do you even still get that at like you tell me where you get a cronut at and i'll tell you you line you line. and then chicken and waffles i'm surprised that it didn't make it chicken didn't make it in the top five like chicken and waffles i mean like, why not just fried chicken like i i who who did this list i just need to know no pizza we don't got no pizza on this favorite food list i don't know who they talk to i've never met a person that didn't like pizza in my life so i'm gonna need them to get it together but that's still neither here nor there that's okay but this has been the top 10 trending topics of the week Alright so let's get it to popping and locking So there has been this thing That's been going around Around and around the internet Uh, It started from Target So Target had a commercial Where they were spotlighting Some of their businesses It was doing Black History Month I'm not mistaken I think it was like a Black History Women's History kind of promo Where they were trying to highlight Some of their brands And one of the brands That they were highlighting was The Honey Pot it is a feminine hygiene company. It was founded and it is is owned by Beatrice or I think her B Dixon. And the commercial ran and people got outraged, which was crazy to me. And so basically what she said, I, I don't have the exact like quote, what exactly what she said, but it was somewhere along the lines that she wanted to empower black girls you know pave the way and empower black girls so you know that they can also run businesses okay um because it was just a difficult time for her um trying to start a business being a black woman and after this commercial ran she was flooded with racist reviews calling her racist target was also flooded with racist reviews calling them racist because there was a bunch of white women that said she's saying that this product is only for black women she's not empowering all girls she's saying that this is not for white women she's not trying to empower the success of white girls and that's not what she said at all um she said in the ad that she hoped her success could pave the way for black girls that's all she said And the reason why this is crazy to me is because, one, it was run during Black History Month. So if you can't say anything about Black History or trying to create Black excellence during Black History Month, when can you talk about it? Two, I think we got to stop thinking everything is against us if it doesn't necessarily explicitly say that it is for us. Because nowhere in that statement does she ever say that this is anti-white. She never said, I'm not rooting for white girls. She never said that. She just simply wanted to empower black girls. So for all those women who were writing all those racist reviews, I think you need to take a history lesson. And you don't even have to go that far back in history. Black women, if you look at the stats, and these are numbers, are at the bottom of the totem pole when it comes to getting business loans. People don't want to lend to them because most of the people that have the money are white men. And they tend to want to lend to people that look like them okay so if you're a black woman you are at a severe disadvantage we already as women in general get the pink tax where we're taxed more on items just because it's pink or because it's it's targeted to a woman we make 80 cents on a dollar that a man makes and black women make even less and hispanic women make even less so i was like you've got to understand that all of these things is what she's talking about for black women and then let's talk about you want to talk about banking rates They just it was a poll. They were charging black people and Hispanic people more fees as than they were white people. And it had nothing to do with their credit. It was like even a while back, they were charging higher interest rates to black people on mortgages and loans just simply because they were black because they had the same amount of debt, same credit, and they were charging them more than their white counterparts. If you don't understand why she said it, you're part of the problem. She never wanted to, to say little white girls couldn't do that. But little white women in this country have issues, of course, in the United States because they're women. The pink tax applies to anyone that has a vagina. Okay? It doesn't just apply to black women. It applies to every woman. But, or anyone who identifies as a woman, let me say. But, at the same time, or, or in the same breath, or same token... You've also got to understand that if you are disadvantaged and you're taking and you're putting color on top of that, they are severely or grossly disadvantaged. You can look at the stats that prove it. Black women are starting businesses at higher rates than anyone else. And most of it is because they can't move up in the companies that they're at. Black women can only get to a certain point. Yes, you can point to one over here, one over there, one over here. But at large... It's not very many of them. You can find a lot more white women in a CEO position than black women. And even finding a woman in a CEO position of a top 500 company is is rare. So you would know to find a woman of color is going to be even more rare. And so that's all she's trying to say is that there is a disadvantage there and that she just hopes that her success will pave the way for other black girls, meaning that when they sit in front of a target, they don't have to jump through hoops for them to get the same levels of attention that a similar brand or similar company would have. It is much easier to sell something to people that look like you than it is to try to sell something to people that don't look like you. And by that, I mean pitching it to them. It, it can be a difficult thing because we just, as human beings, we like people that are like us. And so if you're not familiar with black people, you don't know any black people, you're going to see those types of things kind of play out, right? So we got to get out of that notion. It has nothing to do with you, take you out of the equation. All she simply was doing was trying to give some heads up to a little black girl out there that is not going to be hard. I mean, it's going to be hard, but you can do it. That's all she was saying. All right, so we have a special guest today. I'm super excited. I've been telling you guys about this for like a week or so now that we're going to be talking to different people and today we have a male exotic dancer here but that is not who he is so I'm going to allow him to introduce himself tell us who are you and if you don't mind you can give us your stage name
1: I mean that's fine you know how y'all doing out there you know what I'm saying this is this is your boy Mr. Orgasm from Virginia um by way of 757 so yeah that's me okay
0: <laughs> okay <laughs> Oh, are you born and raised in Virginia?
1: Uh, yes, ma'am. You know um, That's where I'm from originally then I just, um, from Chesapeake, Virginia, I okay. um, graduated from Oxford High School, went to college in North Carolina, um, just recently moved to Maryland. So,
0: okay. Oh, so yeah. you're in Maryland now? Yes, ma'am oh okay well, i'm in baltimore all right got you got you so how did that happen so i always wanted to ask that question like how did you get into male exotic dancing did somebody say hey you you look like you could do it is it something that you were looking at how did you do that
1: no you know for uh i give you the real truth the truth is 14 years old um never forget went to a house party my first house party going to um uh, dance i just like and i like dancing anyway so dancing and stuff and you know back then you know back in the day you just grinding and all that other stuff and then like the slow songs came on and just doing all that stuff and it's like dancing on girls and then seeing the reaction that the females was looking at you like oh snap you know what i'm saying <laughs> getting excited um that next that saturday went home told my i said, mom you know what when i get older and I'm gonna be working so I'm gonna am gonna be a, I'm gonna be a male exotic dancer on the side. Oh, she really? looked at me like she looked at me like, "What? What the hell?" She like, "Shut <laughs> up! Where you even get that from?" So moving forward, uh, went to college, um, you know, and as a college student.
0: So is the super myth real that you paid your tuition?
1: <laughs> no, to- I I, I not do that method because I, I played sports, so I had that part taken care of. But it was just one night these girls like you know it's my homegirl birthday we we trying to have some fun so i just went over there i was like you know what i come dance for y'all oh wow yeah that was kind of like oh they you did that real good cool so it's like i did that in college and i didn't take it too serious i didn't even charge much or just that just did like fit all you know that gets you laundry all the other stuff doing this random (laughs) 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 so i really didn't take it no big no big deal it was just something fun to do Um. Then, um, I think I want to say twelve years ago, I was working at a club. Okay. And um, in Virginia Beach, and they had like male dancers back there. And then one of my one of the guys I worked security with, he he knew me from college, and he was like, "Yo, you know, you should go back there one day because you know they got the male dancers back there. They be making money, and you you do that, and then come back and work security." So I went and did you the audition. You was doing both. Yes, yeah, so I went. So I went back there. I went back there and auditioned, and then from that point, uh, a guy named Motion, he was like, "Yeah, you know, you can come do this, man." And then from that point on, I just started doing that, and all of a sudden, I stopped being security and started dancing. Okay.
0: Is this your full? If you don't mind me asking, you can say no. Is that your full time gig? Or no, is, no, it's, okay. it's
1: never. See, for me, it's never been a. Full-time thing, but I know if uh, it's certain meals, you know certain male entertainers that they do it all the time You know mm-hmm. the year-round and but the thing is that pays all their bills That you know what I'm saying the lifestyle that they live they live it through dancing and there's nothing wrong with it um, But me I always I played a uh, professional arena football for okay. about five six months out of the year Then I come back home and I dance that next four or, five, <laughs> four or five, six months until the next season start um, but now I work at I, I do training and transition into uh, coaching and teaching and stuff. So, and I still dance on the weekends. It's okay. N- no issues and stuff like that. So.
0: Okay. It, are you, so you said you're a teacher.
1: Are do you Yeah, teach that's what, like- that's what, no, not, not, that's what I'm transitioning to because I just moved here to Maryland, but okay, uh, that's what I went to school for. Um, so that's what you want you to do? Yeah.
0: Okay. All right, that's an interesting. That's an interesting
1: dynamic, right there. That's interesting. Yeah, you know, and that, and that was, and that's, and I guess that was the part that really, it, it really like you know, what I'm saying gets a lot of people like, "Well, you do what?" But then also, you do, yeah, it's like, yeah, I play football and teach and coach and train. Okay. But then I, but then you know, so you can see me dancing and stuff as well. Like what? And then most people see me like, I ain't think you was that guy to do that stuff, but. Yeah.
0: because yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, just looking at you. I mean, I, our audience can't see you, but just looking at you, you, you just seem like a like a nice like you know guy that goes to not to say anything's wrong working you know with a bank, but like a banker or like you could just go and be like just you know like a very you know like a librarian.
1: Yeah. No. And, and and this and when I in the, in the crazy part, I still get people when I walk in the club, they be like, "Yo, you're a dancer, Cecil." You know what I'm saying? I Come in there. Uh, well spoken stuff like that talk to people interacting and stuff like that and it just a look like oh he's a dancer I would never guess he was a dancer and then I always go in that joke and I'd be like yeah I work in the kitchen or <laughs> I work uh I'm working security I'm just monitoring the show if you need anything let me know you know I go to the bar get it for you or stuff like that and okay. I have people like okay you go get me a drink I go get him a drink come back whatever and then without 20-15 minutes and all of a sudden I dance. They're like, oh, my God, he is a dancer. And, and they just, they're like, I never would have thought that you were a dancer. I just, it I guess I don't look, have that dancer look. But, yeah, I guess down with it. Because you seem so,
0: not, like, and I said that strippers aren't nice. But, you know, like, the nice guy. Oh, no. I, like, you yeah, bring I, home to your mom, I, the you, nice guy.
1: Yes, and it, I get that so much from people. And it's not even funny. And, it, and it, when it to see them actually see me dance and perform then like, oh no nah, he like he's that innocent look go out the window <laughs> when he started dancing and my <laughs> fact i'm gonna shout like shout out to boss lady okay like yeah shout out to boss
0: lady yeah she's a living yes.
1: legend of the dance game and she has she said the same thing like when she first she was like you don't even seen like one of the normal stripper boys stripper guys a dancer guys because i don't really you know what i'm saying like some guys like you just said some some dancers carry themselves as arrogant stuff like that but I just, you know, I'm a down to earth for, like, I just look at it like that. See, even when I go see female dancers, mm-hmm. the female dancers that I like is the ones that's, like, normal. Like, you know what I'm saying? we I notice what you're doing, but you don't got to be snouty and snuggly. Like, okay, don't have an attitude about, you know what I'm saying? Like, about okay. yourself. Like, walk around like your stuff don't stink. You know what I'm saying? So, but for me, it's just like you go in there be normal and talk to them. It, it, let them know that you, like, not like that. They like it more. They appreciate you more, especially when you do like. Um, I'm learning more doing dancing with the mixed crowd. Like they like that type of stuff. Like they okay. like to to interact with people. Like they don't like just you to be coming in. Okay, well, I know I'm coming to see you dance, and you be a Snouty person about it. And okay. They like when you interact with them
0: all right and you said mixed crowd you mean males and females or you just mean no, mixed man, crowd like
1: or... mixed women oh yeah I'm, okay. I'm i'm not one of the ones that
0: I, we got i was gonna get there since we brought Boy, it up we can
1: go listen we so, just going <laughs> there we don't. you don't have to have no real structure because i listen okay. when we start talking just throwing it out there boom yeah i'm not one of the ones that dance for the male and uh females i dance for all women okay. when i say Pride, i say like caucasian and african women and Asian, okay. all like that's what my mates crowd But there's, like I said, there's some dancers that dance for both, and I mean their justification for it is, you know, the money. But <laughs> for me, and I know a few other guys that's like this, but for me personally, um, all money ain't good money. Okay. Because I feel like when you step into that realm of dancing for men, <laughs> it's a whole different avenue because for me at the end of the day it's like um i don't have kids yet personally okay so and a lot of people that have do it or do it have kids and i'm thinking to myself yo if you your kid find out that yo back in the days your dad used to dance for men Mm -hmm. and he's a boy and he go look at like yo that like come on and then the same token the real big thing is Mm-hmm. They be like, yeah, hey, you know, the male. You know, what I'm saying, when well, you dance for them, they tip better and they appreciate you more. Of this thing of and they take I'm... it. So I'm just like, I'm good on that. But then, so at the same time, if I'm dancing for women, what am I trying to make the women think?
0: That's okay. Like, I get you. You know,
1: what I'm saying, I'm trying. I'm trying to seduce Them thing. Like y'all trying to have sex. I want them how he fucked this, that, and the third, all that stuff. So you dancing for dudes
0: okay i see where you going
1: and, with it okay. and they and so you sit here dancing for them and you're looking at them and they're looking at you and it's like you trying to make them have them same thoughts and it's like that to me is like yeah that's kind of weird and i can't even i can't even get to my mind to think oh that's what i'm gonna do like, okay I, yeah so i, I mean you. to each just to each his own i'll judge him no no more no less but mm-hmm. But you me, have a preference.
0: I, so yeah, I didn't know I that don't. you could choose. Like if I mean I guess you can't necessarily stop who comes to the show, but I guess as um I guess that's one of the differences between female and male exotic dancers, what I've seen is that mm. fe, they are more interactive with the crowd. So I guess you can kinda choose who you interact with.
1: Oh yeah, yeah like so so if like for, for instance, there's been a time, um, several times I went to their private parties or shows or whatever. And I get there, and there's um, gay in there, and I'm like, okay, well, you know, are they leaving or are they staying? I mean, then they're like, well, we can't kick them out. This the third, well, okay, well, I won't be performing. You know what I'm saying? So, okay.
0: I mean, I get you. I mean, to each his own. You know, if that's yeah, what but you that,
1: that, yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But that just like you said, like it's a like for the females. I think they just they just go perform. They just dance. You know. Okay. They they don't care because it's not uh it's not one of the things that for them is frowned upon or judged more. They get okay. more so judged less just because them dancing. Period. Women get they like oh well you a stripper you know what I'm saying they get that they don't okay. get as a male they look at us like okay well you dance for dudes like some women look at that like and they will like look less of you knowing that you dance for men.
0: I can see the double standards so, so let's let's kind of go through the double standard okay. there was this or well before i get there what do you prefer to be called a male exotic dancer a stripper
1: what, what uh i mean it's for me it's just male male exotic entertainer exotic dancer male exotic i mean because i just because that yeah because there's a uh, i just don't come out there and get naked okay um so that's it's i can say it's like for for us it's levels and differences to it Some people get paid just off of coming out there, stripping, get naked. Mm -hmm. Some people get paid off of performance, and some people get paid off of just entertainment. Like, just they're entertaining the crowd from start to finish. And some of them, just like you just like you know, some of them just come out there, whip the meat out, and that's that. And then that's how they get paid. So, yeah, me, I'm an entertainer. So,
0: okay, got you. So, (coughs) as a a male exotic entertainer, there was a big boom. I don't know if you noticed it, but there was a big boom. There was an influx of the Cardi B's of the world. VH1 had a special one behind the pole. Like, there was this big stripper influx. Yeah. Why mm-hmm. did male dancers get excluded from that? Because most of the time, as females, we have a lot of rappers that made it from the stripping game. And now they're doing their thing. why do you feel that the male exotic dancers has a different stigma to it? Yeah.
1: So... For me, um, like I said, when I watched Magic Mike 2, it looked like the producer went and did some researching on the urban performance. And Mm -hmm. he he had to because um, Boss Lady was a part of this big, big uh, thing called NC versus the world, Mm
0: -hmm. where
1: they put in several entertainers from all different parts of the country to come perform and showcase and win prizes and stuff like that in front of all these women so Mm in Magic Mike 2 they they kind of had that type of vibe to that movie where they had different entertainers coming from all over and performing in front of this big crowd of women and stuff like that so for me me personally I took that like they looked at or did some research on what we do and put it into that movie form. So for us, it didn't use any of us, which is fine, but I felt like they took parts of what we do and produced and what makes us separate from the Chippendale dances and put it into a movie form. And like I said, like you said, uh, like some people go from dancing to doing other stuff. I feel like the female dancing, is more accepted, like it's more known, more, mm-hmm. more so than the male dancing, and it's more like it's more. I say more productive, far as like money wise, marketing wise, and stuff like that, because they accept it. Like you can go to a, you, can, you can go to a strip club and find like you know, what I'm saying silver strippers all over, everywhere, but it's not that many. Male exotic strip clubs or male exotic dance places That's that we true. can do So it's like you're not gonna see that, but the like the booming part of that is just the females get more. They got more clout when it comes to to that. So that, it's weird. It's weird. But when I like even having this debate with female dancing, like y'all got it easier than what we do. Okay, let's
0: let's de- dig into that a little bit. So I was gonna ask you if you felt that female dancers had it easy i would say that they have to deal with different things though because the way men treat them is it's a hard thing you yeah, know see, the, i think the level of disrespect is there do you feel that
1: yes it's it, and i i get that i give them that part far as okay they have men the hardest part they get is they have dudes that come in them like um that more so sex for play type thing mm-hmm. I think they have that that disrespect, they don't respect that part of it, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like I'm not gonna the code, in our dance game it's the same thing, we have oh. women that come at oh. us you know, we have women come at us they're not really saying, hey you know I'm going to I'm gonna pay you outright for it Okay, see that's the difference and for me, I look at it like, what would you rather have? <clears throat> would you have rather have somebody come at you and say, "Hey, look, this is what I want." Like I ain't trying to do all the other stuff. This is mm-hmm. I'll tell I you whatever you want. We get it in. We do our thing. Now in our world, this mm-hmm. is what we do. We get women that I'm not trying to get to know you. Just stand a third, have your back. Just stand a third. Oh. But then when I come to the shows, I'ma tip you nice, but we go still be doing it, getting it in and stuff like that. So, now mind you, once that stopped, that money stopped. Oh. See, see, for me, if I and I had this conversation with female that's before, if it was me, okay, think about it like this. Let's let's keep it real. As a woman, how many times have you had like it's several women out there that have pointless sex? Pointless, mm-hmm. like Oh, we, we was talking, kicking, da, da 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 dated a little bit or went out for a few times, had sex, and then, okay, now it's nothing, right? What did okay. you get out of A few dates here and there. Now, if somebody came up to you and said, listen, I give you $400, we had sex, I go about my business, you go about yours. Cool. Now, I'm not going to look at you no different or should nobody else should look at you no different because now you just took that time frame that you done wasted out your life. You know when they had they either either the sex was good or bad, got that out of the way, moved on, got four hundred dollars. Now you are going back, whatever, do whatever you got to do, whatever amount it is, cool. Now you get us, you talk to these females, and now you stop talking to them. Now you got issues, and it's oh, get you, I can't stand you. So now you got to deal with that when all it was at the same time she just wanted to get a piece to say oh i had a piece of such and such i had a piece of mr orgasm or the next dance or the next dancer okay i'd rather have it straight out like look this is what it is cool if i want to do it i want to do it if i don't then cool okay but for us that lingering part that that's probably the biggest that's probably the biggest knock on sexy the males for females um most females they don't most female dancers they're not out here fucking like that um so but they get labeled like that okay they say, they say i know it's a double standard they get labeled like that especially if they doing it on a regular they get oh they must be fucking these niggas just that, after that. that's not the case most don't really do that because they, they 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 they're worried about the standards like it's 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 always a double standard a catch 22 to it because most women worry about what others think about them anyway. Mm-hmm. Now, males, we'll go ahead for this chick, your friend, your cousin, <laughs> your aunt, as long as they tipping, they don't really care. Okay, is it a lot of that going on though
0: with the on the Got male it. side?
1: Okay, yes. Yeah, so you get a lot of that. So that's half the issues now. Because then, if you go to a show, you get you don't get you, you get the oh. Letting, see see, let's get to another like you just keep it real you get you get the whole well he did a good job but i can't really tip him because i'm fucking such and such oh so you can't so so for me in that world like when the females do it mm-hmm. they got it easier because they don't have to deal with that when they come out there perform mm-hmm. they you know what I'm saying clapping it dancing entertaining doing whatever they do they gonna let, male, They ain't got nobody in that show But they go tip them regardless Because they like what they see Because at the end of the day A male And I tell women all the time Y'all have what most what most men want Especially straight men Y'all have what we want So if a dancer put it in front of you And it smell good It look good It looks presentable They gonna want it anyway That's so, they true. Tip <laughs> so they go tip it in, They go tip it in their mind Think oh, I'm going to tip it And she's going to try to Give me some play That's how that works Us we gotta go out there twirling, whirling, flipping, dipping, and then all of a sudden you gotta deal with okay. You can do all that great stuff, do a great show, and not get tipped because this dance fucking this chick and this dance fucking this chick. So they only go they they go they only go support that person because they're fucking
0: okay so you i would say you guys make a lot of your money based on the fan base so you have to kind of keep your fans and bring them with you
1: as opposed to mm-hmm. females
0: just anybody can come in and they can just make money just exactly. like, okay
1: look at that look at now, All think right. of, now, now prime example i can give you another prime example. you get your income tax money the first thing you think i'm not going to throw my money on no male dancer you're not thinking that right <laughs> you now the, the the mental of a man. Well, I'm going to this strip club. I got this income tax money. But if I'm about to go throw throw a few hundreds out here, see who go catch it, and, and try to catch a wave, and see what, who who will come who, who, who they can pursue to get it to go further. That women ain't thinking like that. It that is true. Is it profitable?
0: I mean, because I would think you guys make a decent amount of money. But how does that work? Does the club get a piece, or the promoter get a piece, and then you get the money off the? Because I know when they had the stripper bowl, it was a big fiasco. Even though I know they're female strippers, because people were taking the money, so other people in the club were taking the money. Does that happen?
1: Uh, see, young, know, see, see, with us, it's more slow. Okay. This is what I can say that happens with us that don't have kind of the separation from male and female. Okay. We get booking like a booking, like a promoter or a that's throwing an event. They have they bring in dancers, okay, and you, you charge whatever you charge.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you got you got dancers charging from nowadays from a thousand dollars to two hundred dollars okay. just to show up,
0: okay,
1: just to show up.
0: So that's not that's not the tips and stuff. and yes, the, the money. Yes, okay, got gotcha, you, got gotcha. you.
1: See, and that and that. So now it's the the dance game. I haven't been in it. They they always talk about how good it used to be back in the days. I wasn't a part of that. I would have loved to, but the way but you it seem is,
0: pretty young, so it just yeah, a lot younger than yeah. the the veterans that were. Some yeah. of them still dance though.
1: Yeah, uh, you'd be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> so back when they talk about that, it's like I like hearing that, but it's not. It's nowhere near that now because half the time, that dancers got to charge. They charge what they charge, so they don't have to worry about okay what tips is gonna be. Got gotcha. you. Um, for like you said, as a female, they go to a, a, a strip club weekly. They don't get a book in They probably pay the club out, mm-hmm. but on good nights they make way more than we do okay. and it's it's legit theirs you know what i'm saying um just like if you go like they say like the mecca of dancing is in atlanta yeah so you, know, you go down there them, the female dancers there they don't have to do nothing else okay because on a weekly basis so much so much people and, and that's why i say they got it easy because like, they go there and they can make a name for themselves and that's why you got so many females that get get their bodies done and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So if they fit that mode, they set. I have no issue because listen, you have that you have that asset and that ability to use it. The, the front like Google, I nobody should judge that part. But at the same time, in a male dance game, oh no, nah. um, like you said, it's some people that's still trying to dance. And hold on to them door days and stuff like that. But like it's it's different because you can go to a show and you be dancing. You you think you dancing your heart out, put put time and effort into a costume and the crowd ain't feeling it. But somebody else come out there that's messing with XYZ, they don't come and do as much, but they make way more. So it's like it's like it's not about the entertainment no more it's about like just basically who you know and okay. who you've been with and who you've been like some like like you said some of the dancers has been around a while they they've been around for a while and they still have them people that that's going to take care of them regardless so because they know, have fans
0: they have fans yeah. so having fans is going to definitely get you the the money and because you know, people are
1: going to follow you a you see and i can see for me it's a difference between fans and supporters Mm-hmm. so you know so you say fans it's it's more so supporters now because okay. if, if if you're a fan of the dance game you're just a fan of the dance game but if you're just supporting that person you're just supporting that person
0: okay i, I can see that i can see that uh, what's the worst thing i guess well before we get there how do you prepare for something like that? Because I would think that that would be a lot for a person to say, okay, I'm going out there in front of people I don't know and I'm taking off all of my clothes. Do you like do the choreography? I would assume that as a man, you might have to top yourself off because I would assume you wouldn't want to get an erection in the middle of a dance unless that is okay.
1: All right, see, now you're getting to why I say our job. Okay. <laughs> it's a lot harder than this. Okay. Now, uh, okay, you have. Okay, let's, let's How can I say it? Some of the chip and dead dancers, you know, they don't bone up. It's called boning up. You know what I'm saying? They don't get it so hard. They go out there, they can put the little tidy whities on the breeze and not be hard. Now, you do that on the, the urban circuit, that is not a good look because. Okay you know, you go out there The when especially when you go to a, a naked show mm-hmm. um, where the dance can get naked, they want to see, they wanna see dick, that's what they want to see you know, so if you don't got that then it's like, it's, it's some dancers that don't ever pull out uh, or bone up but they entertain sort of people like them, for who they are anyway, so they okay. know these things um, some people just coming up short, just don't got it, you know and like I said, some dancers just come out there, they strip and they pull out and then like they, the girls just tip because they got a bit dick. that's called it what it is. Okay. So it's different in that genre. So, but the thing is the process of boning up. That's the hard part. Okay. To, you know, we have to actually get hard, tied up at the base, cut the blood circulation off to keep oh, it Oh, wow.
0: Okay. That sounds so, painful. You know,
1: yeah it, it is it's like i you know what i'm saying it's like um that's the hardest part about the job okay for being a male dancer if you're doing it on the urban scene and you got to do that part that's the hardest part um tying up is yeah
0: okay because yeah
1: i would think you as a as like you're one as a woman you go out there and okay he did all this dance and now he get naked and it's like oh ain't nothing there. <laughs> so then, <laughs> and then I never, I have what you said was like uh like you heard so some, like somebody going out there dancing, then get dengue. I don't think nobody can actually just mentally put themselves in that place and do that. Okay, and you don't even want to take that risk. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out there dancing, and all of a sudden, like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get hard, and then all of a sudden, like, oh, and ain't getting hard, like, oh, it's that?
0: I could imagine that. I can imagine that. And, and a lot of male anxiety, you, you guys do things that females don't do. Like you're picking people up. Thank you. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a lot of, <laughs> of stuff you got to do.
1: And the majority of the time we're picking up the big girls because, you know, the big girls are, are not used to getting picked up and they are more appreciative of being picked up. And they took more normally when, you know, you pick up a big nice size girl, woman at an event. And her home girl's like, oh, girl, he picked you up. There. And she appreciated She excited, oh, I ain't never been picked up back at home like that. So, <laughs> everybody, most women be like, why are they always picking up the big girl? Because, I mean, look, you pick up a little girl that's kind of normal. But okay. you get somebody that's, like, plus size that ain't used to being up in the air like that. You pick them up and they, like, going crazy. The crowd getting into it. The homegirl's excited. And they tipping better. So, this is a, this that's, like, yeah, it's one of the smart things to do because if you pick up a small one they go that's n- okay that's normal that's easy they go oh okay cool look how little she is
0: yeah that's true and what do you condone because sometimes we see videos on social media i know that's not a whole like it, it's not a representation of what actually happens but you see a lot of the disrespectful stuff you see people that's you know pulling people by the hair and stuff like is that something that you guys have to do in order or you don't really do stuff like that where you pulling people no, no,
1: See, it depends on who you pull on stage and who you you know what i'm saying who you get who you talk to how you know them. um i can honestly say i've been dancing this would be my 11th year mm-hmm. i think in november um i had my first time um in rochester new york a few weeks ago um i was dancing okay with older lady And she was having fun. She was into it. I flipped her over, turned her around. I didn't know she had a wig on. (laughs) So I was like, oh, yeah, you ready? So I bent her over, and then I I slowly went and pulled her her head, and her wig came on my head. So everybody was like, oh, my God, I put a wig on. So I put the wig on my head, and I started playing with it. So just played around with it, and swung the wig and stuff like that. They had fun with it. That was the first... Like, it's a lot of times you get those and like, oh man, I did. You see it, like, oh shit. I oh, so you don't it.
0: know, and it's yeah. just like you got to
1: play it. Off. Okay, yeah, so you just play with it, like you play it off. But it's like you don't naturally go in that thing. Like I'm gonna pull somebody wig off today. <laughs>
0: okay, <laughs> is that the craziest thing that's ever happened to you?
1: Uh, yeah, that was like one. Like, oh, I cannot believe that plan happened. I never, I seen people do it. Okay. um I have, I, I'm knock on wood, I haven't I haven't dropped anybody yet when I, mean, I okay. pick them up and stuff like that, slipping and stuff like that, but I've seen some stuff. I've seen guys, um, I've seen one dancer uh, do a trick on a lady. He broke her hip. She sued him. Wow. Okay. Um, so I've seen dancers bust their nose, hurt themselves, hurt the females yeah I, do you have to carry
0: in insu- special insurance as as,
1: no, as listen, a- the, the, the crazy thing is that get some of the mcs to get on the mic like look we don't got stripper insurance so okay but, <laughs> okay but the thing is i i have it most probably don't but yeah i have insurance but because you know you get hurt doing this then what okay that's the, that's the other thing you know um you have to think about um The way that, it's a a way that I look at some of the female dancers and how they invest in their self and how they look at the business-wise, the men, most of the males don't look at the business part. Like, uh, like some of the women, like I give them that credit because some of them have made it to, they flipped it. Like you said, they come from dancing and took it a little further or the way they handle it business-wise. It's way different than what t- a lot of the males do. So you should have an end game. It, it's like you it should, should know when
0: you're ready to leave.
1: Yeah, it should have. It's it's good. Like like and I, and the crazy thing is, um, boss lady. She is like she has told me. She has been around so long and she knows so much. And some of the things she said, like to the point of like some people don't know when to let it go. Mm-hmm. But the thing they can't let it go is because the money. Like you gotta really think, okay, what what other job you going to work and 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 think about it. Um, I look at it like this. If somebody go book you for a event for two hundred dollars, four hundred dollars, whatever 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 dancers booking is, mm-hmm. they could book you for that show and guess how long you probably dance? About I... fifteen minutes.
0: Oh wow. Okay.
1: Like, so, fifteen minutes. You know what I'm saying? And you make 300 dollars just from bookings alone, mm-hmm. and then you make whatever tips you make. And so, say you go to an event, some shows from like maybe eight to twelve. That's four hours. The and, but you that you don't even count that as working because you're around women, co work like the other dancers mingling, drinking, having fun and and basically I, I i look at it it's, it's bad to say but I, I say it's like b or c list celebrities
0: okay um,
1: because they don't pay for nothing but you go there they, they people love you and stuff like that and like you get caught up in that and you don't look at the what can i be doing with the money that i'm that i've been making okay i get that
0: same thing with sports though you've been in the sports game as well i would think it's very yeah. similar to that
1: yeah, you a don't lot of invest athletes. well a lot, yeah a lot of athletes don't invest well but in the, the crazy thing, most most dancers they definitely don't invest because after all the years they've been doing it if you really and that's what i had to say i thought about that a few times all the years i've been doing this i have made accounts but what really do i have to show for it okay you know, and it's like um, talking to some older veteran dancers. They, you know, they had made me realize, you know, you we be a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have traveled a lot of places. But what have we really done in those places? Because a lot of times we go to the event and they, we go to the, the event that day, we dance, and we fly back out or drive back out the next day. Okay, so what can you really say? You just say you've been there, you danced there, but what experiences do you have there other than dancing?
0: Okay, I mean, I could see that. That makes a lot of sense. Now, I before we go, I have I guess another one more question for you. Can you truly date or be? in Because I know you're married. How does that mm-hmm. work? Being an exotic dancer, do you set rules up front to say you don't do X Y Z? Does she come to all your shows? How does that work?
1: No, actually, in, a, uh, in my in, in my situation, I met her at an event, and okay. she dancer she dances herself. So, but okay. she. She also teaches and stuff, so it's like, yeah, so but at majority of the time before that, most male dancers don't have relationships. They have a whole bunch of situationships. Okay. Um but because they looking at um the gains, not okay, well they, they worry about what you lose when you settle down with one. Like, okay, if you if you get one you lose XYZ over here or you lose this situation or whatever she was doing for you.
0: Okay. And
1: instead of just focusing on, okay, well, the, the peaceful and the happiness part of, okay, bro, you can be having a normal mm-hmm. life. Like, prime. But that's another thing. The female dancers, some of them be having relationships mm-hmm. and be peaceful and happy as crap. But the males, they don't look at it like that. Like I said, say the, the females have more, grit; they have more grasp on it than we do. <laughs> because, because <laughs> they let you know, okay, that dance on you, this, that, and third, all that, put it all in your face, and all this other stuff. I'm like, oh, well, I'm going home to my boyfriend, or and advocates now to the girlfriends, or you know,
0: <laughs>
1: not me. <laughs> yeah, not me. I'm of, well, nah, I ain't got nobody, but you can come home with me tonight, this, that, and third, and next city, I got this one coming. So it's like, yeah, not. Like,
0: i mean i get that i mean men that's just i guess typical male well i'm not gonna say typical because then people gonna come after me but some men are like that i i I can see that and why some it would be harder for male entertainers to have a stable relationship but if people wanted to come to your shows or if they wanted to follow you do you have like a social media specifically for yes um,
1: i have um my facebook page is uh sam jr and I have another one, VA uh, Orgasm Junior, on Facebook. My Instagram just got shut down. Too X rated for okay. Too much stuff for Instagram, so okay. Oh, yeah. no, Facebook so, yeah, allows. I'm
0: surprised. It's Facebook they can be pretty strict.
1: Yeah, I, listen. I'm always in Facebook jail, so yeah, I try to I calm down on that. So I I got a better understanding of how to handle that now okay
0: okay well that's good so now you know how to reach him and follow him and so any upcoming shows you can find you're gonna post it on your usually post it on your social media yes it is okay so now you know how to reach mr orgasm it says mr orgasm va on my end so i'm gonna say mr orgasm va and i appreciate you coming on the show and talking the real talks on how people really know Hi, this has been another episode of Millennials Anonymous Podcast. I want to give a big round of applause for Mr. Orgasm coming into Millennials Anonymous, coming into this just sight unseen. He had no idea what he was walking into. I also want to give a big shout out to Boss Lady for making the connection. She is just the best uh, person and promoter out there. So if you want to go to the upcoming show that they have, uh, please reach out to them. It's called The Rock of Love. is on April the 19th. So you'll have to follow and subscribe on Facebook so you'll see when his upcoming shows are. Uh, it's You only can go if you're in Baltimore, Maryland. It's off of Pulaski Highway. So again, that's on the 19th. So if you are interested in actually going to the show, you need to contact uh, SOS or Boss Lady in order to do that. Or in order to find more about them, like I said, please follow Mr. Orgasm on social media so that you can do that. So thanks again for him coming on the show. I'm so happy that we have a well-rounded show. So we talk to, you know, politics and religion and we talk to all kinds of people. So it's just it's, it's an interesting show that we've got. So I'm happy that he came on the show. I learned a whole lot. And please shout out to WPIR 98.4 FM for rocking with us. And you can download that app. They play some bomb ass music. So make sure that you download that app so you can always hear Millennials Anonymous and listen to some great music as well. If you don't download the app, you can always find us on all major platforms. iHeartRadio, Radio.com, iTunes, Google, overcast Pocket cast, Spreaker, anchor we're on every everything so like ray has we put that shit on everything so make sure you find us you know how to find us you know how to get to us and if you have music listen people i can't play music if you have music i've been getting a lot of these lately please reach out to the stations directly and you reach out to them they will correspond with you and you can figure it out But I can't play no music because I don't play music on the show like I can play it in the background, but you'll barely be able to hear it. But maybe one day I'll review some music. I don't know. We'll see. But right now, not so much. So go ahead, reach out to the stations WRDR or WPIR 98.4 FM. Okay. All right. This has been another episode of Millennials Anonymous. Bye.